When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Yes, I am. Do you want me to start? What is your Wi-Fi? What? What is your Wi-Fi situation? It's unguessed, okay? There's nothing I can do about it. There's no other option that I can choose. Wait, yes, there is. Oh, we're keeping all this in. This is good. Hello? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I switched to a different Wi-Fi and you guys, like, paused. No, we're still here. Okay, okay, I'm ready now. What Wi-Fi are you on now? I'm on Unit 309. Is that good enough for you? Yeah, I don't I don't know why I'm asking as if I know, like, the Wi-Fi's in your building. Keep this in. Keep this in. This is how I want to start the episode. <gasps> I'm the villain. I'm the villain, clearly. <laughs> uh, Andrew. Um, I just... What? Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. What? <laughs> it's... We had this during the Josh episode... <laughs> that clearly the Wi-Fi is affecting the Glacket. And, there and is I don't... nothing I can do about that. There is not a singular thing I can do I... about that. Listen, I guess we'll find out in the next hour. If you if you want to be honest with me and if you want to tell me if I if I'm being a dick right now, please tell me. It's just Am why I... is this the thing we're being picky about? Of all things to be picky <laughs> about? It's hey Allison, your Wi-Fi that you have no control over and you can do nothing about fucking sucks and you're ruining the entire thing for everybody so go back stop let's talk about something else (laughs) okay i'm really sorry i'm really sorry i'm coming on hot uh what would you like to talk about i feel like i'm coming on hotter because i'm just mad okay we're both mad this episode so that's gonna (laughs) that's going to um influence our decisions (laughs) we're just angry screaming yes well, we rarely get political on this podcast, and I think, you know what? We should change that. Um, yeah. So uh, there was a headline that was in the pop culture today. That's what I'm calling it, Instagram um, and Twitter <laughs> that a friend sent me. And it's this tweet that says, breaking, Hollywood consultant admits Glee started the wokeness epidemic. And... I'm so glad this is how we're starting 2022, by bringing Glee back into the spotlight. Have you read the article, Andrew? I have not read it. So just catch me up to speed. We're recording this on January 5th. We understand that we're releasing this later. But explain to me what they're saying. So they're claiming that Glee is like the started wokeness and the phrase is problematic. Let me just read you. I'm reading an article about the article that is using little clips from it. Um, It says the representation, this is what the article that claims Glee started the wokeness epidemic is saying. Mm -hmm. The representation on Glee was apparently so significant and so accurately done that it reawakened ancient tribal hatreds among the teenagers watching the show because they could no longer tell the difference between the show and themselves. 
This is the reality of wokeness. It is not a utopian philosophy. It isn't even really a leftist one, though it uses leftist language to mask its true intentions. No, what it is is sad, pathetic, teenage wish-fulfillment fantasy. A reactionary ideology determined not to move forward, but to restore the power dynamics of high school. The only place where the woke have ever had any power, or where petty, cruel, emotional infants like them can ever have any power. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, like, we're we're going back to, like, primal, <laughs> like, reaction. <laughs> the, uh, just so many big words is my problem. So many big words. And this is like completely off base, but everything that you were saying right now reminds me of a Facebook status that I saw last year. Someone that I, li- I someone I lived in the same dorm as, they um, said that when the movie The Hunchback of Notre Dame was released, like that movie should be removed. No one should watch this movie because it promotes um, ugly people. And it says... <laughs> And it says that we should not be like conditioned to look at people people that are that are ugly. And what? they said they literally said at one point my favorite quote from that status was this movie was released in the nineties when most people were babies. And <laughs> most people <laughs> Most people most of us were babies started in nineteen eighty nine. Yes, we were all babies, if you remember. <laughs> and um, we were all just like very susceptible to ideas. And so that's what that's what's coming up for me with with this um, this entire article. It's just really cuckoo knowing that like one uh, friend of the podcast, Lauren, what Lauren thinks, responded to our post about this and was like, if they even paid attention, they'd realize like how problematic Glee actually was. Absolutely. Like, like. The- Quote from the article saying that the representation on Glee was so accurately done. Like, I mean, it was revolutionary for its time, I think. But in 2022, I don't think you could get away with a lot of the stuff they did. No. I mean, when you look at (laughs) even just the Glee Project as a whole, every single winner from the Glee Project was a straight white man. So you can't even give representation to that. Nope. Nope. And... I don't know about you, but I, <laughs> I mean, I guess, no. I could always tell the difference between my own life and Glee, <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I always knew the distinction. Um, I did get a little bit too preoccupied with the characters and uh, think about them more than people in my own life, but that's a personal problem that I have. <laughs> no, I, I looked up today, um, because we talked about this in the Josh episode, the um the origin of the word ship and if it was at all tied to um the release of glee it isn't actually it started with jane austen um but <laughs> who did people <laughs> ship with jane austen i don't elizabeth know elizabeth and darcy <laughs> your guess is as good as mine but glee did really take off like with shipping on Tumblr. They cited that on Know Your Meme, if you ever been to that website. Oh, I do like Know Your Meme. It gives you the origin of every single internet thing and it's good. It's just like, <laughs> oh, I can tell you how Glee is related to every single <laughs> meme. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's not really how we wanted to start the episode, but I feel like we had to. We had to talk about it. We had to address it. It's Glee in the news. When is Glee in the news anymore, you know? 
I feel like it's like trending every like other month. It's yeah. like crazy still. Like it's still doing things. A, a well-oiled machine. <laughs> but um, you came to New York last week. We just had the episode last week with Elias. And uh, you provided me with a gift and I love it. And you want to play it. I want to play right it. Now. It is the Glee version of Guess Who. And I love it. We, You and I each have our boards. Mm-hmm. pictured here you this is an audio medium however i do have it in the zoom wait let me flip up all my little guys so yeah, you gotta flip them up i have my own stack of cards and you have your stack of cards i really hope we do not select the same person because i don't know how to deal with that well there's what there's 26 different characters here yeah so there's a one in 26 chance that you and i will have the same card but i'm gonna draw my card and then we can play so these are not typical Glee characters. This isn't like Rachel Berry, Finn Hansen, Blaine Anderson. Sure. This is obscure Glee characters that maybe had one line. Maybe we're in one episode. You don't know. But I'm ready when you are. I have my character up and ready to go. I'm ready as well. Do you want to go first? Ask your first question? Uh, yeah, I mean, let's start with the easy one. Um... Does anybody Does anybody not know the rules to guess who? There's... 26 people on this little deck and we chose one card and we have to guess who using the process of elimination by asking yes or no questions um yeah. is that person's card there you go um and i feel like i mean if we were to ask like hey is this character a leftist um <laughs> it, 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 that really wouldn't wouldn't really go that far everybody's a leftist on this <laughs> everybody's on this a leftist <laughs> um because they were part of the cast of Glee. um <laughs> Okay, so I mean, uh, male or okay, I'm gonna say, um, is your person a male? No. No. Um, does your person have lines in season one? No. Okay. Um, is your person a student at McKinley High? Yes. Um, does your person, is your person wearing headwear? No. No. Like in the picture, that's important In the important picture, they you. are not wearing anything <laughs> on their head. Okay, I'm ready. You have the person? No. Oh, um, is your person, does your person wear glasses? No. Um, is your person blonde? No. Okay. You have it? No. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, it's Sorry. your turn. I, I'm just like, so, <laughs> I'm so excited for you to get it. Um, uh, is your person wearing headwear in their picture? Yes. Okay. Um, does your person sing a solo? No. Okay, I put nobody down. I don't think any of these characters sing. Wait, no, one character sings a solo. Is your person a good singer? Yes. Okay, I have it. Oh, okay. Okay, one more, one more round. Um, does your person is your person romantically entangled with any of the Glee characters? <laughs> no, but it would be so good if she was. <laughs> oh, I know who you are. I know who your person is. Um. Okay, your person is Sunshine Corazon. Yes, and your person is Patty Lapone. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Hand select Patty Lapone because I am obsessed with the fact that Patty Lapone is in this <laughs> Glee Guess Who game. Um, 
The biggest thing she ever did was Glee. Biggest thing that I think that she's ever done. I can't name another Fatty LuPone project. I think it's just Glee. (laughs) Um, Okay, I think we're ready to bring in our guest this week because we've effectively talked about everything at this point. (laughs) Um, Okay, so our Gleek this week is from the Glee on the Rocks podcast. B, hi. What's up, my friend? Who is your favorite obscure Glee character? Oh my God. Okay, so obviously I couldn't see like what the options are in your game. So I started thinking like, who would I put in such a game? And I was like, my favorite ones are always the ones who are like, they're either not named or they you forget their name like um like stoner brett or um (laughs) who's the teacher who like loses her mind and was like the nazis won the world war and then she takes over for her like she's ridiculous i don't even know if she has a name the lady who holds up the sign that just says angry like those would be like (laughs) yeah (laughs) just like iconic but like barely any lines i love that (laughs) no i'm obsessed with this entire guess who board when i opened it and I guess like the first person that I opened, yeah, from bottom right hand corner, it's Patty Lapone. I started with that. And it's like, okay, it just keeps on just improving. I mean, like Michael Chang Sr., yes. Shane, um, Susie Pepper, Dottie Casatori. It's just, it's it is the best board. Those are awesome. Um, <laughs> Susie Pepper, <laughs> yes. That's so funny. So good. <laughs> Um, okay, so be Glee on the Rocks. Tell us about your podcast. Tell the listeners what you're doing over there. Yeah, so um, Glee on the Rocks, we are three, um, four, really. I joined when we started doing season three, so there's a different host before me. But we are former, like, Glee Gleeks, really, Glee fanatics. I was going to try not to say Gleek, but let's just be real. Um, say it. So we were all of the week. super yeah. involved in fandom, like Tumblr, going to concerts, going to signings and all that stuff back in the yes. day. And then, you know, witnessed the falling out of love <laughs> as Glee went into like the fourth, fifth, sixth season um, and, you know, just decided to get together and do a retrospective. So we watch mm-hmm. every single episode and talk about them um, and just reliving like what we were experiencing in that time thinking about, you know, the context of the episodes and the plots in today's climate and what it was like then. And so we try to pull in a lot of like, what was Twitter saying at the time? What were articles saying at the time? And like, um, it's honestly therapy for me. Like every time we record, I'm like, I just like needed to process that. that together Because, um, wow, Glee went a lot of places, did it not? Just so many places. And you forget and you watch back and you're like, oh my God, I forgot that that happened. Um, But yeah, so I am Mandy and Emily are the other two hosts and we go episode by episode talk about them um the good the bad and the ugly and uh yeah our whole thing is like glee drove us to drink you know so uh (laughs) processing what that means for us and um emily and mandy have actually never watched season six i watched it once in like a binge watch so i haven't like dissected it but yeah so we all like quit before season six aired so it's been it's been really interesting to go like we were like so in it like Mm -hmm. so in it and then (laughs) we've fallen out it's crazy did you have a Glee Tumblr? I did. Like, I uh, I wrote name. fan fiction. I I mean, <gasps> I don't know if I'd consider myself like a big name fan, but um, Emily and Mandy were, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were all like, we were in it. I wonder, 
I hope somewhere in the cosmos we cross paths. On I hope we Tumblr. did too. Wait, what was your Tumblr username? I'll say mine. I don't care. I mean, we could we could cut this out if you want to. <laughs> no, no, this is good. I because it's changed by now. But I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was if you have a minute underscore. Underscore. From the song Somewhere Only We Know, Somewhere oh, We Go Sometimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know. Um, I don't, it doesn't ring a bell. I wish though. I I want to say that so we good. did. I'm gonna go back and look. Um yeah, the underscore really adds. The underscore. It. Yeah, I feel like I remember <laughs> that. It's been so long though. Like I still go back to my Tumblr sometimes just to like see what's up. And it's, you know, it's a whole different world. Like we used to be on there till you could refresh and have thousand new posts to see and now it's like if there's five posts a day it's like a hopping day on my dashboard so it's just funny how much everything has changed like I don't even know where fandom is now like if I wanted to join a fandom like where would I go I don't know Twitter I guess TikTok yeah the glee TikTok is hopping as you guys know like I like liked a couple of things and now it's half my for you page and I was like I did that to myself they're like yeah we know <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to rub it in wait you mentioned also that you went to signings so I went to I didn't personally go to signings but um when Darren Chris did his listen up tour in 2013 I actually yeah. Mandy and I both live in like the south and so we drove um with some other fandom friends to Nashville and saw him um, in concert, we just talked about this the other day. Court Overstreet was there. I'd forgotten. He like came on for a song Random. and, um, Darren like sang this song that he had like never sung before. And like all our fan friends were like, Oh my God, you were there and you got to hear him sing it. Um, but Mandy actually did like a meet and greet. I missed out on the meet and greet tickets because they went mm. in like 30 seconds. So fast. But yeah. 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 But she did. She has like a picture with him and stuff. Got to hug him like before the concert. Oh I know. That's I feel like Andrew and I, so Andrew and I met the summer of that concert and we talk about the listen up tour to death. And I feel like I've brought this up before at the tour. I remember him singing new songs. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, there's going to be an album. Where the fuck is it? Listen, never got that. It's coming. <laughs> Listen up was like a cultural <laughs> moment with Darren, especially because it's like, and I'm not the hugest like Darren music fan. Like I can't talk from place of expertise is what I'm saying. But like there's his music from before he got on Glee. And then there's like the Listen Up project. And then there's like this um computer games and like this his Christmas yeah. album now. And it's like Listen Up was like a very specific era. Like if you break mm-hmm. down the songs he was doing, um, there was a lot more aggressively heterosexual songs than he had ever written before, which was interesting though y'all remember like picture perfect girl he would like bring a girl up on stage yeah it was creepy honestly it was weird yeah um yeah it's not that picture perfect girl yeah just songs picture perfect girl in minneapolis we want you on the podcast just (laughs) i want to talk about things wait that's a great idea where are the picture perfect girls where are where are you (laughs) did the same thing justin bieber on like one of his Mm. first tours did the your smile or something like that Um. And he would bring a girl up on stage and they're all like reuniting on tiktok i want the picture perfect girls i'm obsessed they, oh, they must but like it was just all this music that didn't sound like darren didn't sound like it was right. written by him like right. and then yeah album never came out it was really oh, interesting it's cool to see him like back doing music and like he had a little tour planned for his christmas album and then canceled all the dates but one i don't know if y'all yeah, noticed all that about, yeah we okay. talked about that i figured you did um because <laughs> it was fun. Fun. We, was it not like yeah we broke news <laughs> we broke news like two weeks after the fact <laughs> we're like hey guys we know 
We know it's not happening. <laughs> but uh, everyone was just like, hmm, my money got refunded for no reason. So and he never talked about it publicly. Yeah. He only texted Rude. about it. It was weird. Darren, what are you doing still? I just want to talk. I know. I just like. Yeah. We actually did a whole mini episode. I wasn't on that one. But um, Mav, who was a host, like I re- I was going to say I replaced her. I did not replace her. She left and then I came on. Um, but she has like a degree in marketing and PR and like did a whole mini episode like talking about like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> what oh, is happening? So like, because they've always, it's always been a trip and it just keeps going. I'm like, wow, we were literally having these conversations almost 10 years ago now about totally. how crazy his like marketing and PR is like the things they put him in and the stuff he does. I'm like, this man won acting awards. And then the next year, he was like in a no not even the next year like the next couple months he was in like a taco bell commercial like i don't know i just don't get it it doesn't make any sense so i don't know i'm confused you know but uh he's still he's still a household name i guess sort of is he um would you say that darren chris is a household name (laughs) i don't know of of all the glee cast who do you think is like the most relevant yeah i know thinking about that i would have to say either Alex Newell mm. or Darren. I think Alex Newell has done the most recent stuff. Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist True. was a big I don't thing. think it got canceled. It got canceled, um, but it was most recent. Yeah. I'm it was trying beloved. to think. I'm, I think that it's still, I think it's still like Leah Michelle. Even though mm. she doesn't need to be doing projects, she was the face of the, oh, it's Jane Lynch. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, besides her. Okay. <laughs> Lee Michelle, besides her. Okay. I was also going to put yeah. in um, Amber Riley. I mean, yeah. she was like on um, the West End and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Not Darren. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess. But. Yes. Yeah. Like, children like Chris Colfer. Yeah. Children? <laughs> and their parents, yeah. Yeah. Well, they know him like from the books before they know him from Glee. That's crazy. Children? Like Chris right. <laughs> End of sentence. Just let that hang. <laughs> Marinate on that one. <laughs> um. Okay. Wait. In light of Glee and the Rocks. Yes. We have a few rapid fire. We're gonna throw out names. You're gonna tell us what they're drinking. Okay. What their alcoholic beverage of choice is. Um. I'll just preface this with this is gonna be real basic because I'm not an alcohol snob, but I've been thinking <laughs> about it since you guys like posited okay. this question. So hopefully I have some <laughs> variety at least. I mean, Rachel. Rachel, um, something super girly like pink Moscato. Yep. <laughs> Allison, you next. Back and I, forth. Okay. What are you? Uh, I know. I know what I would say. Sugar Mata is drinking. What do you think? Ooh, is sugar Mata is drinking. Something good... fizzy, maybe like a cotton candy martini, or like um, that's yes. not fizzy, but I just cotton candy makes me think of her, or like um, ooh, like a Moscow Mule or something. Mm, something yeah. that's like mm. sweet and bubbly. That's what yes. I was going to say. I was going to say a cosmopolitan. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can see her with the martini glass pink. in her hand. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Wait. Now that you went obscure, I feel like not obscure, but <laughs> give, I mean, give like me more stone obscure bread. Than, give like, me Rachel. <laughs> um, <laughs> sto- yeah. Wait. Stone or bread. What is stone or bread drinking? Stone or bread doesn't drink. He only smokes. <laughs> okay. Back to you, <laughs> and Allison. Only, <laughs> and only flower. He's like a big snob. Like, he's not going to do any of that newfangled stuff. Okay. <laughs> Um, what is Sue Sylvester drinking? Oh my God. Sue, um, straight scotch. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I just like so. a bottle of scotch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, okay, wait, 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 wait. What? <laughs> what is Patty Lapone drinking? <laughs> Something very expensive, like top shelf. Um, oh, I can like see it in my head. Maybe like a man, a Manhattan. Like does that or like yeah. a sidecar? Yeah. Like feels like it would be her, but like with really good like liquor, sure. like more expensive than anything. <laughs> because we did see her in the New York episode, which is. Manhattan. Yes. It just it really fits. The it just bill. feels like it fit. Yeah, I don't even know what's in a Manhattan, but it feels like it feels Me right. Neither. You know, vermouth. <laughs> yep, no. I think probably I something is. like that. No idea. I have no okay, idea what vermouth one. is. That's a good question. What is right. vermouth? <laughs> I'm not sure. Bitters. I don't know what that is. It's like gin. Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay, last one. What is beast drinking? Oh, beast. Um, craft beer. Mm-hmm. maybe maybe like an ipa i hate ipas maybe, but yeah <laughs> just like one bourbon one scotch one yeah beer. one bourbon one scotch, <laughs> one scotch and one beer, one beer. <laughs> yeah i would say so okay so we're about to pull six songs what are we projecting what are we manifesting out into the universe what do we want to say i would love a warbler song i think that would be cool okay we haven't gotten a lot that's what i'm projecting <laughs> yeah what do okay. we what do we still have the, the song i'm just pulled might be a warbler song. Whoa, that would be crazy. <laughs> if I remember correctly. They only have about 20. There's only about 20 warbler songs or something like that. Yeah. Total. Yeah. I don't so think it's hard. Uh, looking at this, it's not a warbler song, but oh. that's what oh. I'm No, it is. Hello, Kitty. It is? Okay, I thought so. <laughs> oh my God, that's wild. <laughs> I can't believe it was both Warblers and from season six. That's too fucking funny. <laughs> the universe yeah. really, really played a joke. That was so funny. Um, I had a nightmare last night where um, we pulled six really good songs. And it was like, and it, like we ended the episode just completely exhausted because it's like, oh, well, goodbye to three really good songs. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm glad that we're starting off, yeah, and not I, really I feel comfortable right. that this this is going home. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't. We could still pull a worse song, but I mean, this didn't do a lot for me. B, will you please rate for us, in your opinion, the different eras of the Warblers? Blaine, mm. Sebastian, 
uh, that one guy that puts steroids in everybody's butts. Hunter. And then yeah. Season Hunter. Six. Yes. And yeah. then who's this front guy? What's his name? Do we know? Season um, six. Yeah. Season, season six. Four six. I don't even know. Wait, what is his name? He definitely does get a name. I'm forgetting, but he looks like Darren Chris. He does. He looks like a baby Darren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've got to put season. These Mike goes out, but she says season two. Warblers is number one because it's just the classic. The you know, it's yes. the fantasy really of Blaine mm-hmm. and like everything that was there. Plus, I feel like Kurt has never looked more beautiful than when he was a warbler. Mm-hmm. Like truly, and I'm a Kurt stand first and foremost. Okay, so I'm gonna do that, and then Sebastian's got to be next. Grant Gustin's everything to me. He gave it 150 percent every time he's on stage. Yes. Um, but you know, the Hunter era is when they did whistle, which is my favorite warbler song, just everything to me. Really? So like maybe whistle. I don't know why? I don't know why but I uh, fucking love that song in the performance. No. It's ridiculous. It's just glee at its like campiest and like they sang That's that. That's good. An all-male choir did that song at a competition. That is ridiculous. Like that is like That's peak amazing. glee for me. It's so funny. And then oh, I guess season six has to be less. But um, I'm excited to watch season six like with a critical eye because I know they have they have like the female singer that joins the Warblers for a while. So like that's really interesting. And then Dalton Academy famously yeah. burns down. Burns down, right? And then it's burns the down. Warblers are no more. Crazy. Ashes to ashes. <laughs> Sad. Yeah, also they did this dance move that I couldn't remember the name of during this song, mm. where it's like you're sort of like you're bending your knees a little bit, you're leaning back, and then you're putting your arm up and then like waving your hand the like this. Is that the nene? I don't know. I didn't. I they were so. doing the nene, right? Doing? I think Maybe. that they were doing the nene in this song. Maybe they were. <laughs> anyway. It's pretty popular at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, this song does absolutely um, fucking nothing for me. Yeah, no. Yep. Okay. It's got Again. energy to say something right. nice. There's there was yeah. some energy, high energy. Mm-hmm. Okay, we we have a season one song compar- oh, comparatively against season six. That's wild. I don't think there's a flop on season one. Uh, that's a that's stupid to say. Don't say that's that. Crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. you're an idiot. Oh my god. <laughs> fucking dumb. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Where it began I can't begin to know when But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became summer Who'd have believed you'd come along Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Sweet Caroline Good times never seem so good I've been inclined to believe it never would Oh, sweet Caroline Good times never seem 
Puckleberry, is that sick? No, I'm with you on that one. I like Puckleberry. That's an interesting couple to me. Yeah. And I like it when you see Rachel. She's not making out with Puck, is she? She's making out with Puck. And you see his, like, bedroom. And then flash forward to, like, season four or season five. And Marley is in Jake's room. It's the same room. Same set. Is that that true? Uh, Yeah. Sometimes... (laughs) I watched Glee, okay? <laughs> I'm gonna do the side Wait, by side. Oh my god, that's so good. That's I crazy. like that. Yeah, it's the same Puckerman household. It's good. Um, the same- also, where is Brad? There's been, like, a few performances <laughs> mm. that like Brad has just like not been there for this performance. Brad and his piano, nowhere to be found. They rolled it out. Um, how do they get it out of <laughs> how do you get a grand piano out of that classroom? And it's like this like wooden piano and this it's this person with like long curly hair that's playing the piano. I'm like, who are you? I'm Pam. I'm the owner I'm of this Pam. house. <laughs> I'm the owner of this house. <laughs> um, B, what are you thinking of Sweet Caroline Gleecast version? Okay, um first of all, they are such babies. Like in that video. Oh right. my god. It was giving me flashbacks to when they did Ride With Me. Was that that same yes. episode? They just looked Britney's little swoopy bang or something. I was just like, it looks like that same performance to me. Like just maybe it's just because they're so young. Um, I don't know, you guys. I can't separate Mark Salling from the character anymore, but I appreciate that you guys are able to still find um, happiness in it because, yeah. Mm, You know? That's fair. Just a little bit. Not to rain on the parade, but like... mm, Puckleberry no, was an interesting moment, though. It reminds, and he had like that moment with Quinn at the end of the performance, and that's what we call the blob: the Finn, Quinn, Puck, Rachel. Who else was in it? Everyone. <laughs> and like Santana was Jesse like Jesse and Santana. Yes, yeah. and like Mercedes for a second, probably. Like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. the blob. Everybody yeah. was dating everybody. <laughs> I just Sweet Caroline is the song you play at weddings to get white people hyped right. the fuck up oh, when they can go my... bop bop. But fuck yes. I do love a group participation moment. So true. Yeah. No, I remember like being like in middle school and going to go pick up my sister who is famously named Caroline (laughs) from Sweet Sixteens. And she would be invited to every single Sweet Sixteen under the goddamn sun. And um, we would go pick her up from Sweet Sixteens. And she would like come in and just be like, just like on her goddamn high horse because she was like, Last song they played was Sweet Caroline, and they all sang it to me. And I'm just like, okay, bitch. (laughs) Wait, for my Sweet 16, I saw Darren Chris on Broadway 10 years ago yesterday. Ooh. Isn't that crazy? Was he in How to Succeed? Yeah. How to Succeed in Business Without Really Trying. (sighs) Wow. Anyways. (laughs) A core memory for you, I'm sure. That's crazy. Ready to vote? Yeah, I'm excited to see what B says. Yeah. 
Do you guys vote more about the song, the performance, the context, or you just, it's all in there? Any gut feeling? A vibe. In the moment, what are you thinking? Yes. Okay. um, I think this is going to be unpopular, but I'm going to go with the Warblers. It's just where I'm, it's what I'm feeling. Yeah. I mean, it was cosmic that it was season six and I know it just felt like the universe was getting my attention. And like, it's all right. If they don't go forward, I get it. Like, (laughs) but you know, sure. That, that is what you wanted. Though. It is. Just- I manifested <laughs> that. I'm thinking I'm going to go like, like bet on something or like get a scratcher. Yeah. See what yeah. happens. Like, that ticket. was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying Sweet Caroline. I'm saying Sweet Caroline too. Okay. Sorry, B. Sorry we brought you onto this podcast just to. It's okay. I have two more chances. Or maybe completely. I'll just fuck everything up for funsies. Just like, oh. <laughs> Like, oh, I hate this song, but I'm gonna vote for it anyway. Yeah. No, but do you guys ever get like because I know y'all put the polls on Instagram? So like do you ever get where people on Instagram wanted the opposite of what you guys picked? A lot. Well, I was thinking during this last competition, Fat Bottom Girls mm. we pulled. I forget what it oh, it was against my loving, you're never gonna get it. I voted for Fat Bottom Girls, and that didn't go through. And I was like, the people on the Glinstagram, on the social gladia, they're gladia. going to agree with me on this one. And they did. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> There you go. I think well, it's because yeah. that other song, I don't, when, when did they even sing that? Never gonna get it, never gonna get it. Um, season five. Yeah. Season five. Um, they, uh, the, the, the Glinstagram Glowers <laughs> <laughs> did agree with me on losing my religion. God fucking damn it. It is the superior song, but it's sad. <laughs> Whatever. I have our I mean, it's song. all, it's all in the name of the song. They lost. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
Was that who I think it was? It, I was waiting for you to, to see it, but was yes. That Ellis from Ellis season from, one of the Glee Project? Ellis from season one of the Glee Project. Please come on the podcast. We want to know what you were doing in that room. <laughs> I'm just like so confused. I remember watching that live and being like, ah, what? Uh, <laughs> That's Ellis from the Oxygen's Glee Project. <laughs> the Oxygen's Glee Project. <laughs> For me, I can't tell where the audience in that room at Niata stands on Rachel's performance. Like you could easily sell me that they hate it and that they love it. Were they like singing some, along? Yeah. That was weird. Why would you sing along? <laughs> right. Yeah. People are singing along, but other people are like, like adjusting in their seats and like <laughs> scratching their faces. And Carmen Thibodeau is like doing this thing. I don't know what that is. Wait, the um, wait, what Rebecca Black, um, oh my God. Got a dolphin? Yeah. My hand is a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, this is the second Rolo in the in a row in this episode. Like she sings a song mm-hmm. and then Carmen, like Carmen Thibodeau is like, oh, well, you want to do another one? And she was like, yeah, sure. And she sings, oh, holy night, even though she's Jewish, what do we think? <laughs> I just recently rewatched this episode and it feels so random because there's nothing else Christmas about the episode either. And then the next episode is a Christmas episode. So I'm like, why sure. did she sing this Christmas song? She's I don't know. I was really hoping it was being alive. <laughs> I was like, oh, I no. manifested <laughs> a Kurt Solo, no. my favorite Kurt Solo, but no. I love same, um, my favorite so same set, same episode. You know, yeah, it's the best one. But anyways, yeah. um, as far as Rachel Golo solos go, Rolos, I love that. Um, one of the most watchable, I would say. Um, she doesn't like over dramatic it too much or like over sing it too much. I think she actually does just a really nice job. It's a beautiful song. She does a great job. Yeah. This song was like part of the season two Christmas album. And then they just had mm. her sing it yeah. in season four. Interesting. They did that several I- times. They did that with last Christmas. Last Christmas last Christmas was released season one as like a a radio song. Wait, Ooh. really? I didn't yeah. know. That. And then they had it in season two. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Trying to make that Christmas um, song money always. Yeah. Trying to get those albums out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good Rolo. It's a very good Rolo. I mm-hmm. love this arrangement of this song. This song, for some reason, I love this song. And I think it's because freshman year of high school, my school put on a Christmas music show. And there was a very cute boy that sang this song. And I had a very mm-hmm. big crush on him because I thought he looked like Darren Chris. Um, looking back at it now, he looked fucking nothing like him, Chris. <laughs> but um, I had a crush on him. So that's why I like the song. It's weird. It's good. Um, I pulled the next song. I feel like this might be a hard competition. Ooh. Really? Because Eaten they're up. kind of middle of the road? They're like, I, I, I know what where my vote stands. I'm just unsure about yours. Okay. Here oh, we go. Shoes in the wings. <laughs> oh, it's a good song. Finn's favorite song. They're singing all of his favorite songs.
no emotional impact all the emotional impact wow that was yeah. crazy. are you crying B? Wait, yeah <laughs> i like legit teared up i didn't that i was, forgot that's what the context of that song was in you yeah that was really really sweet i i did not expect that going into this i knew that carol says that line oh they're singing finn's favorite songs yeah um i didn't know they had the video of, of uh <laughs> Finn's favorite or Finn's little bits that was so sweet. Yeah. I it hurts me like after the quarterback, the quarterback is just a very very emotional episode. But then when they do that even after the quarterback, they do this a couple times with Rachel singing and they'll mm-hmm. just it'll be an emotional song and then they'll show a clip of Finn. And yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god. I wasn't <laughs> crying before. I'm crying now." Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, and I will say, like, it's so weird that, like, this season four, season five Glee Club, they have awful set lists (laughs) up until they go to nationals. They have Gangnam Style at sectionals. They have I Love It in the Hall of Fame and Marley's I'm Sorry, Not Good original song. (laughs) And then they finally go to nationals and they sing... I, I would say two really good songs. Wasn't a fan of America, which we've already pulled. Yeah. But it, I mean, this song really takes the cake. Um, I love this entire set list. But then they lose. And it's just like, you finally did it right. And mm-hmm. you lost. Yeah. 
it's I don't know. I love this song. They just sang it. I just saw Sing Two this past week. They just sang this in Sing Two <laughs> um, in in theaters at the time of this recording. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to catch it still, but um, Bono is actually um, he plays Clay Calloway, a lion that hasn't performed in fifteen years, and comes back to sing this song with Scarlett Johansson. That's it. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that was an emotional roller coaster. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he does Maybe, it. What do you wow. think of this performance? Um, I'm always a sucker for a group performance. Let's just start there. I love a group performance. I love when it's like the Glee Club yeah. hugging each other. Like, where was the choreography? There was none. And it was fantastic. They just needed to walk around and like hug each other and like just sing, Tina, okay, female lead as she deserves. Yes. Not enough Tina songs ever. Um, honestly, it's spiteful and rude um, because the whole season three, they're like, you're going to be the female lead, Tina. And then she's not anyways, she's side not. side right. rant. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, the energy, I have goosebumps. I was like, ooh, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. The mm-hmm. I think the simplicity of it was really special. And, you know, it fucking sucks that they lose nationals, but I feel like you're totally right. Like they put themselves into it. Like that was the heart of, you know, the new directions or whatever versus like Gangnam style is, you know, them trying to appeal to whatever's popular. So yeah, that I think is the magic of Glee. That's what kept me coming back to Glee. You know, I was a part of like choir and things like that in school and you miss that. Like I miss like being a part of a performance like that because it is really special. And um, that's one of those that I think really sticks with you. Wow. I just feel emotional about it. I was just like, that was crazy. And that was I good. I know you welling up. I was like, oh, no. no. I didn't expect it. The clips. They hit well. you with the clips, like you said. I know. Just cheap shot. I, but it makes me vote for this song. Yeah, me too. Sorry, oh, holy night. I'm fine. There's plenty of Rolos. I'm sure. Exactly. I'm There's sure. There's plenty yeah. of Christmas songs. There's plenty of Rolos. Yeah. I'm sure many will She'll make it, over it very far. She'll be fine. My final song of the episode, going far for me on the Glacket. Going Ooh. far. A contender. Oh, I'm so excited. Five, yeah. six, seven. Oh. <gasps> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, 
so good. Wow. That's goosebumps for me. Oh, God. It's so good. <laughs> um, I said that Dalton Kurt was the most beautiful, but I forgot about Cheerio Kurt. I feel like it's right Cheerio up there. Kurt. Oh, my God. Um, wow. I agree with Allison. Yeah. This could this could go all the way. This is a big one. This could go so far. I I love this. I love the little bits of looking at Shu and Emma stressed out. Jacob Ben Israel yeah. trying to interview Rachel, and she's like, "Not now, not now." <laughs> and then mostly, I love Quinn just like having so much fun. We forget yeah. Quinn and Mercedes were friends. Quinn yeah. lived yeah. at Mercedes's house, like. That I I miss their friendship and I wish they had delved way more into that. Um, totally. Yeah. I I love this performance. So good. So good. Power of Madonna. Amazing. I saw like the Quinn reaction more so. Like I the way that I saw that was like she's kicked off the Cheerios, but she could still like enjoy a good Cheerios number. Yes. Both. Um. And she loves like, Mercedes. And she loves Mercedes. And I mean, like, if we're talking about, like, forgotten friendships, front and center, Kurt and Mercedes. True. He literally, like, just rode Rachel's pigtails. I know. Or whatever. Coattails. Was Coattails. Pigtails. <laughs> pigtails. Um, <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> pigtails. <laughs> um, but I love this. This is my Halloween costume last year and the year prior. Um <laughs> With the headset, <laughs> with the headset, head the headset, the um, the arm wristband, yes, the whole thing. Um, they Obsessed. don't sell the the men's Cheerio costume, which is homophobic. Yeah, to me. but um, they do sell the women's, obviously. So, did so you... I needed to custom make the yes. the men's with the women's, um, but it is a good fit. And I remember this past year, we talked about this in a prior episode, but walking down the street in New York and seeing someone dressed as a warbler, which I'm like, this is crazy to me. That's still. In the year <laughs> of our Lord 2021. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's amazing. A warbler and a Cheerio. It's so iconic. So totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm obsessed. So um, Amber Riley can fucking sing. And I know we say this. Yes. It's like when you get reminded, my God, she can sing. Oh. Yes, uh, no, obsessed. My favorite part is that she's singing the Justin Timberlake part <laughs> and Kurt is singing the Madonna part. As it yeah. should be, as it should be. You guys know there's like a lost um, performance of Kurt doing Fergalicious, probably the thing from Glee that I'm most pissed that it's like mm, gone forever. Where is it? We yeah. got the box scene. Wait, what was the box scene? Um, So it's, in, it's the Christmas episode from season... Three, three the one where yeah. like curtain blaine's holiday chalet um blah 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 yeah. there's a scene that was in the promo pictures of kurt giving blaine uh no other way blaine giving kurt mm -hmm. a ring box um and then it wasn't in the episode they cut it and yeah. so the whole clan fandom is like what the fuck you cut a clan scene that's bullshit because there were like a bunch of finn and rachel scenes that episode too hey that's the one where he like buys her the pig yeah. Or he like sponsors the pig. He doesn't even buy yeah. her a pig. He like, you know, um, and she like wants like a lot of superficial stuff. And then that was like contrasted by like Blaine literally just made this ring out of gum wrappers and then gave it to Kurt. And like they first released the um, they got the script because it was like up for auction, like a charity auction. They got the script um, and then like just hounded Ryan Murphy until he released the scene, which they did record yeah. like there were pictures, but they just cut it from the episode. You can see it on YouTube. It's 
beautiful. It's basically like wedding vows. Like it's such a beautiful, like touching, very it's great, like contrast to, you know, the Finn and Rachel thing and they, they cut it. Yeah. And in the Glee series finale, Kurt makes like a locker shrine. Mm. I don't, I don't know how that works, but like he has like his own locker still at McKinley and it's a shrine to Clayne. And in that locker, he makes reference to the ring where it's like, oh, oh, it's canon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it did happen. Yeah. 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 So it did actually happen. But like the fandom so. was so militant about getting that scene. They made a, an organization, basically, like a few fans were like, we're going to get this scene. So they like raised money to buy the script. Like they called it the box scene project because that's the what everybody called project. it because in the picture, he's just holding this box. We didn't know it was in the box at the time. And so, yeah. yeah, they raised like fandom money, which went to charity to buy the script. And then, yeah, um, Ryan Murphy was like, if you get me to this many Twitter followers, I'll release the box scene. And so everybody was making like 50,000 like fake accounts to follow him. Oh, yeah. It was a moment. <laughs> I feel like a fandom historian right now. It was crazy. Yeah. Oh, got Wait. it. So fun YouTube. Was like this because I remember they like they re released like scripts from deleted scenes. Did they did they release the script first or yeah? So the, the whole scene? script from that, if I'm remembering correctly, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the whole script from that episode went up for auction, so it was like signed by the cast sure. or whatever on the cover, and it was in that like script. Oh, because there was also a scene where. Santana sings Santa Baby while Finn is trying mm. to like pick out jewelry for Rachel or something that was also right. cut. Yeah, it was a really long episode. I guess. No, there. I think there's like nine songs in that episode. Yeah, so, and that's yeah. after they cut exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Marty Knoxon. She wrote that episode. <laughs> like an episode <laughs> called like I think it's called Marty Knoxon Gleek of the Week because she wrote like this beautiful clean scene that then they cut. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Okay, Amazing. going into the final song of the episode, Against Four Minutes. I'm scared. Well, yeah, what's going to go up um, against Four Minutes? I, I can't think of much. Nothing. I might eat my Nothing. words, but I can't think of I anything. I have it in my hands. Okay. I feel good. I Ooh. feel good. <laughs> oh, no contest. Can't find a flag If that don't suit you That's the 
okay. Very different Puck solo though, like very different vibes. So wow. Oh yeah. Entirely. Like crazy. So I don't mind it. This this would have hit different for me personally if instead they had covered I Don't Wanna Go to School by the Naked Brothers band. <laughs> um are That's there any deep millennial any cuts? Deep. <laughs> any gleeks that like the Naked Brothers band? Please be my friend. Thank you. That's it. I don't want to go to school. Yes, it's true. I don't ever want to see those teachers face, face again. again. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to school. Yeah. I mean, it's the same vibe. I'm surprised they didn't mash it up. I don't want to go to school every an morning. Idea. I don't want to go to school. So food for thought. Some <laughs> Food for thought. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, sort of an empty brain one for me. Mm. I mean, like it's fun. It's like a really good, like it, I don't want. No, what am I saying? It's like there's a lot going on. It's like um, it's a show, you know. Cheerios, it's a show. rock, rock and roll. Like sure, the eye makeup. Yeah, um, yeah. There's costumes. Yeah. This just reminded me of the whole storyline of like Puck not sure if he would be the rain to- in Spain falls mainly ah. on the plane. Oh my god! I was that I repressed that, but yeah, that that is. I love that. Scene. I will say that on record. <laughs> that is the worst song on Glee. Oh, it's so bad, but it's so it's that campy group thing where it's like, what, what, who did they write that storyline just to do that song? Like, I think it is. I Literally, think they were like, let's do I it. I think that they did. Make it work. Did they think? I mean, we'll we'll get to it when we pull we'll that get song. To it. But did they think that they were doing something when they when they sang "Rain in Spain"? I would have reserved all my Fair Lady songs for Miss Emma Pillsbury. Mm. Sure. Personally. Mm-hmm. I could see her singing the rain, the rain. I could totally see her doing that. Yeah. Um, but they took it took it too far in my book. That's not even the song we're talking about. Anyway, we're talking about School's Out. School's Out. What I wanted to say about this song is it reminded me of the fact that Puck... The everyone just like gathered around and were like, oh my God, I cannot believe that Puck might not graduate with us. Mm-hmm. Where at this at the very same moment, Brittany mm-hmm. doesn't graduate. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. We don't care about her. <laughs> we don't care that you're going to Purdue, not the university, the chicken farm. Um, <laughs> like literally, it's Ridiculous. so stupid. It is the dumbest thing in the world that um like puck gets all that attention while britney is just like well obviously that was gonna happen multiple episode um, storyline about puck and brit they literally is online throwaway she's like oh yeah, yeah i have a 0.0 gpa so i'm gonna do it all over again and it's like oh, what the, what the? you can't be an athlete with a 0.0 gpa let's just start there like it just doesn't make any right. sense right not that's not allowed i know i'm just um i'm forever like glee really stretches you know they like you gotta stretch your suspend your disbelief a lot but like that's just a a whole nother thing that was crazy wait i had a really bad gpa in high school but is it possible to get a 0.0 you'd have to make straight f's huh yeah you'd have to never attend a class ever yeah oh britney does say in one episode her teachers say that it would actually improve her grades if she didn't show up to class They have like where all her papers she writes in crayon, but like in different in colors. She like writes yeah. every other letter in a different color. Like it's just like ridiculous. Oh, Absolutely. Just beyond. I know. Yeah. Um, I do think of all the puck solos, this is probably one of the better ones, performance-wise. I don't know about like singing wise. I'm thinking, yeah, right. we've got some other ones that are probably like better, like 
that show off his voice better. But like, yeah, I was dazzled. I was dazzled. How do you feel about Beth? Oh, okay. Yeah, that one. mm -hmm. I was also thinking of, um, (laughs) well, you guys mentioned Fat Bottom Girls earlier. I love that performance. I think it's fun. I loved I him know, and Lauren's like Ices. So fun. Pisces was my jam. I thought they were great. Pisces was great. A great couple. I wish there had been more fun. of them. Um, when it comes to voting, mm-hmm. four between minutes. Four, four, four minutes. minutes and schools out. Yeah, it's four minutes. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> schools out. Gone. Uh, <laughs> Bye. Okay, just to recap, (laughs) um, I have Sweet Caroline and I still haven't found what I'm looking for going through and school's out, staying behind. And I have You Spin Me Round in parentheses like a record and Oh Holy Night leaving Uh and four minutes going through to the next round of the Glacket. I'm happy with all of this. Like, this is a reverse nightmare for me. (laughs) (laughs) This is a sweet dream. To wrap up the episode, we ask every guest this question. If Glee was still on in 2022, what are they singing? What are they doing? Where are they going? Oh, my God. How far left are they going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can they go any Let's go farther, right? <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at the trajectory six, like, wow, where would they be now? Um, uh-huh. I'm trying to think of, like, something that's, like, even more radical. I would love... Okay, think of Glee. Ooh, I want to say something like outrageous because you know how they are. They are. It would. They definitely have at least one episode of like the pandemic thing because uh, if you go back and watch, this is a tangent, but watching other like shows, like sometimes they'll like randomly have like a virus outbreak that almost becomes a pandemic, but they save it somehow. Do you ever notice that in shows? I see it all the time yes. now because of the real pandemic. And I'm like, that's not realistic. But I could see an episode where somebody accidentally like let some virus loose and like biology class and like it you know what I mean it would be something absolutely ridiculous and it would be a one-off episode and it would be so tasteless for the current climate Mm -hmm. that we're in they would do something like that for sure it would just be like that was unnecessary and what songs would they sing like something about down with the sickness or something it would be like something (laughs) like just unnecessary um but also tiktok songs that would be every week it would just be Mm -hmm. like the tiktok song that was popular like three months ago would be like tonight's episode and you'd be like oh god i never want to hear that song again (laughs) right i feel like they would like put the tiktok episode into like the the virus outbreak it would be like a mashup little episode yeah there would definitely be like a comedy bit where britney is wearing like her mask on her head or something Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and it's like (laughs) she's getting the virus (laughs) (laughs) or the opposite and she's like the super genius who saves them all there's no in between like it's either she's like can't do anything right or it's only because of her britney is the main character of this episode i love that (laughs) yeah (laughs) Absolutely. I love this. Okay, B, thank you so much for being our um, Gleek of the Week this week. I'm sorry that we pulled two puck solos. It's fine. Um, (laughs) The second one redeemed the first one for me somehow. It doesn't make any sense, but you know. Where can people find our listeners, find your um, podcast, all the social media, all that? Yes. Um, so Glee on the Rocks, we are on all the socials. Um, Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Um, 
And yeah, we, oh, we also have a Patreon where we do mini episodes that are just for our patrons. I think it's only like mm-hmm. five bucks a month or something and you can get access to those. And so if you were like in the Glee fandom or you're just interested in like some more like free talking about like fandom stuff, like we have, I think, 30 mini episodes on there now where we just are a little bit more loose talking about things and, and digging deeper um, into yeah. some of our fandom experiences. So, you know, if you're interested, check us out on Patreon as well. And actually the episode that you guys did with us, I think is next on our docket because we did four, yes. we did four, four, right? The breakup. We did this the one. breakup. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's our next one we have coming out. So I'm excited. Tag Yay! us and everything. And of course. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Cause I had a, such a fucking blast recording that with you guys. I had so much fun doing this. The Glacket is a great this... time. So I'm excited. <laughs> I always vote in the Instagram polls. I'm like, mm, I don't agree yes! with you people. <laughs> I have I a love strong that. opinion. So yeah, yeah <laughs> I love what you guys do. So fun to be the Gleek of the Week. I'm among oh esteemed colleagues. I feel like, ooh, like... It's cool to be in the same yeah, this place. So much fun! Yeah, you guys are awesome. So, thank you for having me. It was the best. Thank you so much you. for being here. This was so much fun. To end the episode, we're gonna say bye in our most annoying voices. After one, three, two, one. Bye. Bye. This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuyGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at Gleek of the Week Pod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Whee! <laughs>